The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. My name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. You're watching Still Token With. We have an awesome show scheduled for you today. And as always, Benjamin, how's it going, bud? What's happening? How's everybody doing out there? 
It's happening. So. It's happening. Oh yeah, man. What a show tonight, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I apologize ahead of time. I'm going to dork out quite a bit. <laughs> that's okay. I think we all are. I mean, 656 actor credits, multiple nominees for numerous awards. Uh, I'm not going to steal Jeff's thunder though. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Plus <laughs> I uh... thought about it, but I won't. <laughs> Uh, plus, there's a fan cast going around of, uh, you know, where he should be in the Marvel Universe. So I'm going to bring that up as well. Uh, Jeffrey, how's it going, bud? It's going excellent. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this show for quite some time now. Uh, I've actually been going back and watching a lot of the movies that I haven't seen, too. So that's really cool. Uh, that but, makes two of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't want to delay. Uh, you know, let's welcome Mr. Eric Roberts. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi, guys. How you doing, man? Welcome to the show. I'm so pumped. Right? Thank you. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's, uh, I grew up watching your stuff. Thank you. You make me feel old. <laughs> well, we, we, we kind of grew up together, so, you know, I'm right there with you. Okay, thank you, thank you. And I'm not you know too far I mean? behind. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I mean, Jeff brought up rewatching a lot of older films and stuff. And the other day I was, I was home, you know, I took the day off and I was flipping through and I was like, oh, 1989. Hmm. Ooh, the best of the best. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to watch this <laughs> again. No, it's right. the year I met my wife. That was a very good year. I did much the, best, the best. My wife. I did a lot of traveling that year. That was a good year. Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, I got to watch that again. I was pretty psyched. Thank you. Nice. Um, yeah. What did I watch today? I watched. Actually, it came out in 2021. So I went to the newer one when I, I watched today. I watched. Um, Surprise. Uh, Six sixteen. No. No, I watched six sixteen. Wilfred Ave. Oh, that's a good that one. Right. Yep. That's a good book. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that flick. I'm so glad to hear that. You know, that I never even heard about it. Because, because they're hard to make because everybody gets very silly and everybody and something you have to work. So, I, oh, yeah, we're like, we're shooting a real film, even though it's silly and it's a booger movie. Everybody gets serious. But it, it was so much fun making that movie. And we uh, we uh, we scared the whole neighborhood. They were all petrified of us. <laughs> That's awesome. What I want to talk to you guys about, you know, today is a movie called Surprise Visit. Yes. I'm yep. Crazy about it. I'm in it. It's a cool story. Uh, it's one of my favorite thrillers I've ever been involved in, in that there but by the grace of God go all of us in this story. And I play, I play a recovering alcoholic who's an estate manager. And uh, it's quite the estate. And we shot this movie where this story really took place. It's a true story. And we shot it on the estate where it happened. And here's the story. Um, I'm an estate manager. My name is Hugh. I have a son named Corey, who's uh, kind of following in his dad's footsteps, only with drugs, <laughs> only with drugs, opposed to alcohol. But, uh, but uh, uh, an old friend comes to, uh, to visit the, uh, the, uh, the matron of the estate and uh, decides that uh, it's a it's a planned robbery and but but it goes wrong and somebody dies now that's really all i can tell you without giving it away because it's so good and uh and and uh the uh we uh we shot it on two red cameras and we oh, shot yes. it in two weeks and wow. uh 
it was cold as as a nun's foot but, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun and it's a really good cast and you know when i make bad movies and i made a couple uh i'm always the first guy to say by the way this isn't the uh the best movie in the world but but to go see it for blah 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 whatever the reasons are this is a really fun movie i'm so proud to be in this movie because it scares the pants off people i love it do we have the trailer we, we do have the trailer we do have the trailer and i was gonna say Leo. yeah i'm gonna play the trailer and also definitely check the show notes up above or down below depending on where you're watching or listening to us uh this came out on vod actually just a couple weeks ago so uh and the link is right there below uh, if you want to check it out, we urge you definitely to check it out. But here is the trailer. Don't do this. You can still get out. I can't lend you any more money, son. I'm sorry. Yeah, how are we going to pay for a baby? We can't even pay our phone bill. By the way, was that Casey? Oh, yes, ma'am, it was. He knows he's not supposed to come around here. I told him. I got an idea. We robbed that old lady. Surprise! Mom, you here? Got the place to ourselves. <laughs> She's so rich, what do you think? Hey! Maybe she won't tell the police. Maybe we she let her go. She won't sure say We gotta kill her. But if you kill me, then your life is over. She's a business man. You can't let her get away. We have to do this now. No witnesses. What? I screwed up, okay? I need a sheriff at Old Highway 55. Ah! And nothing is as important as family. That's intense. Wow, <laughs> that, that, that's intense. I I watched that earlier today, the the trailer. Anyway, I mean, it was. I'm looking forward to watching this one. I it's love really I love those kind of watch, I wouldn't say you're wrong. It's really fun to watch this movie. Yeah, and what well, I'll be honest with you, cool about I haven't it seen it. a bad movie of yours yet. So, well, you haven't seen all of them, obviously. But thank you, thank you. <laughs> you know, I've watched a lot of them. You might be thank surprised. You, I love hearing that. Uh, I was, you know, uh, I now have a new audience that I didn't have before, and it's, it's these, it's these kids under twelve who say, "Hey, hey, that's him, mom. That's him, mom." And it's all from Dark Knight. They all saw Dark Knight, yep. which is, you know, maybe visually one of the best movies ever made. Visually, right? And the uh, the uh, the kids just, just, I mean, kid, it's, it's a little, it's all violent for kids, isn't it? But but the kids have seen it, and. Uh, and they uh, they put me out the airport now. There he is, mom. There he is. <laughs> what did you uh, What did you think of the Dark Knight? The Dark Knight was visually the best movie I've ever been in. It was it was it was like a dream. It it was like a dream working for Chris Chris Nolan because he is such you know the uh, the, the 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 movie system is a fascist system. You have a dictator and everybody else. And that's how he runs his operation. He's it, and nobody works for him. And here's what we're making, and go. And it's just, it's quiet and cool and controlled. And it's everything you always fantasize that a movie said is going to be like, because everybody is great at what they do, and everybody's there to get it done, and everybody has pride in it. It's really cool. 
And it's a great movie. Look at that movie. Oh, my God. He made a great movie. I mean, it's a superhero movie, and yet you get involved in it. You don't just watch it. You, you, you get into it. How does that happen? That's a great film. Well, nice. So, you, I mean, you've played so many different parts in so many different genres of movies, too. You know, I've seen you in comedies. I've seen you in thrillers. I've seen you in horrors and slashers and, 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 and army movies. I mean, it's just soap operas, soap operas, the, 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 the characters and, and the, your ability to be able to just switch it up is intense. Yeah. Thank you so much. I take great pride there. But let me tell you something. You brought the soap opera. Let me tell you. I was bad on the soap opera, not once, but twice. Once in 1975, 76, and then once in whatever it was, 2012, whenever. Uh, I got a call from my my dear friend who like who like who like fired me in 1976 uh, to come be on his show on Another World to to help the ratings. So I'm I'm gonna show up to to uh, to, to do my thing. And I forgot how hard that work is. You get your script. Then as you're learning your script in your dressing room, you're getting rewrites and their speeches, their monologues about your whole life. Oh my God. And you have to learn them and then go be at least halfway realistic. Now I'm a slow study because I'm very pedantically step by step by step. That's how I operate at home and I'm alone. I go very slowly to so absorb everything completely, you know? So, so, you know, to throw me a, whole page of mine. I say, Eric, five minutes, go. Oh, no, I panic, first of all. I totally <laughs> panic. And, and so it, it's just not fun. And I was never relaxed. I was never I was never good. I was never a character because I was always, what are my words? What are my words? What are my words? It was, it's a horrible experience. But <laughs> I made great friends, and I loved Paul Roush. He was my producer who uh, fired me and then rehired me. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> it, was, it was the hardest work I've ever done. And the only work I feel... I never really was good at because I love what I do and I take great pride in it. I was not good on another world ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't detest that because I never watched. Oh, you, you, uh, you would if you did believe me. Yeah. See, you know, I've I, never watched them. I just walked by the living room when they're on. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. somebody's watching them. That's how I spell. I right. definitely need to say this. I absolutely adore you in the Righteous Gemstones. Oh, your character! Oh my God, absolutely love it. I gotta tell you about that show. First of all, it's a dream come true. Did you see season one? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've been oh, watching since God, season that one. Show. That show. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know, uh, I don't get submitted for it by my agents. My my uh, a friend of mine. What are they called? Uh, the casting thing it's called well god my wife will kill me if it, no, it's the uh the casting page that all the agents and the managers get there was a call for this character in righteous gemstones and a friend of mine called me hey are you up for it no i'm not well you should get up for it okay so i make all the calls i get up for it i shoot the audition with my wife in my living room we we ascended and i got the part and i have never had a job i like more wanted more have more fun doing now nah, i've had jobs i wanted as much but have I've had, I've had more fun doing and it's just it's it's a, and these people who hired me are it's an overused and abused word so it 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 always sounds fake but they're freaking geniuses dude these guys oh my god they're just they're just they're just incredible peeps incredible talents incredible minds and they hired me 
And it's just, it's just so, I, I've never had more fun with dialogue or a character or John Goodman. Oh my God, he's a dream come true. I love that man. <laughs> I love my wife every day. I love him. Right. Well, wow. Also, your, your character really showed, you know, it, it really brought out a, a whole different side of John Goodman's character because, you know, for all season one, you know, you, you think, you know, is, you know, Reverend Eli Gemstone, you know, he, he's above all and everything. But then, you know, you bring your characters in showing his past and it really shows how much of a badass he is. You know, it's really your character brought out so much in him. It was just just amazing. And, and you know, this week's episode, I know we're coming up on a finale. Don't want to spoil it. Uh, but I, I hope it turns out how it's supposed to turn out and you're in season three. So it's, uh, thank you so much from uh, your mouth to God's ears. Awesome. <laughs> right. Wow. Well, Leo. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm okay so you're a busy, busy dude, man. I mean, if this was correct right now, you currently have 33 films in post. Okay, 16 <laughs> films in production and 14 in pre-production. Are you kidding me? That's how do you even true. keep that shit straight? Here's here's how it works, and here's how it happened. Because it is when you when you when you read it on light on light paper, it's like what, how? Because it it's a it's a how kind of how. It's like you know there are, there's are so many hours in a day, and it's hard to make movies. Okay, so here's what happened. Now, if there's anything that I'm not at all clear about, tell me as I talk so I can help you understand because it's very simple, but it's kind of complicated how it happened. Here's what it was. They took film away from us. Film is gone. We have digital now. It's much faster. It's much easier. You don't have to have experts at their jobs anymore for all, all the departments. Only your key has to be an expert. Everybody else can... can Actually, be a layman who's like who, who's like told what to do. All right. but your focus pull. Yes and no is stuff. It's very hard to pull focus on HD because it's very precise. So so that's that's ridiculous. But all the jobs have become easier, much faster. What took three months to make an average film now takes literally two weeks. So you go from twelve weeks to two weeks. And all that involves, that involves all your locations, all your people, all your food, all your costumes, all your line learning, all your preparation time, everything is zzz, instant coffee. And it's very difficult to really work out a character now. Like when I did you know, the Pope of Gun Trilogy, for instance, I got that, I got that script in January of that year. And I was told, pick a part, Polly or Charlie. I picked, I picked Polly, and I had eight months to drop 30 pounds. And to perm my hair and learn my script. And I shut up ready to shoot a movie. Okay, that doesn't happen anymore. That 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 it does not happen ever for anybody, even 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 Nimstar, even Robert Redford. That doesn't happen anymore. Right. So what they 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 get a three-week schedule with the same, 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 same page numbered script, but a three-week schedule and no rehearsal. Let's go, shoot. Because Artists stopped running Hollywood, and now lawyers run Hollywood. Hence, HD. <laughs> well said. Did I answer yeah. your question? Yeah, you did. Okay, well cool. So, Absolutely. So, so, so that's how it's possible to be in pre-production for a, 
four, 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 14 films at the same time. Also, we had this, we had this laptop that I can talk to people. I don't have to go places anymore. I can, I can, I can talk to officers, talk to my bosses, be, uh, be told what to do, what to learn, what to cut, blah, 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 like this. So everything is expedited. There is, you know, you don't, you don't have to return calls. It's all right there. You're there. Right. And so, uh, everything is instant coffee now. And, uh, uh, we we've the only thing that I feel we've 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 really lost is uh, the the romance of film because it looked like a dream a lot of times it looked like it, it looked like how you see things in your mind's eye mm-hmm. as opposed to in a photograph uh, which is just a very a very a very subtle you know warm difference but it is a difference and uh, we've lost that and there's a whole generation now. That, that that doesn't even know about it. So so uh, so they don't even miss it. So so you know we just you know it's a sign of the times, dude. You got to go with it. instant coffee. Here we come. Right. No, I no, mean, look, work, at this, look at the show. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're working on so many different things at this at kind of at the same time because everything happens so quickly. Do you, do you, do you ever get lines confused from one film to another? No, but but. There are days when I get up and I say to my wife, what am I shooting today? <laughs> and I'll do my homework, you know, before I go to bed. And also when I wake up another night, I do, uh, I do more homework. But I will wake up empty headed sometimes like, where am I? Oh, yeah, I'm in Boston. Uh, what am I shooting? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, a lot of days are like that. And it, 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 it makes me feel old and a little and a little and a little, little soft witted. But but it. It's my life, and I chose it. I do love it. And also, what 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 my wife is doing, which irritated me at first, but I've come to love it, is this: about twenty to twenty five percent of my movies are not movies of my choosing or recommended by my readers. I have these I have these two kid readers, uh, um, there, which also helps expedite things, but. Uh, uh, it's she. Uh, she sends me to work for people, for them, because they need a name. They're an unknown kid out of out of out of, out of Boise, Idaho, making a movie, and he's got twenty thousand dollars, and he's brave enough to say, "Well, Eric Roberts be in my movie," and she, and she goes, "Let me read it," and she reads it, and if it's not horrible, she'll say, "Eric, go do this movie," and I go do it, and uh, at first I'm like. I got a week off finally, and you're sending me to go to go to go to go do a good deed. I'm tired. Go do the good deed. Anyway, I've learned to love it. I've learned to love it. And so about 20 to 25 percent of my movies are for the movie maker. And they may never get seen. They may never get seen anywhere but in his living room. Hmm. <laughs> but but uh, but I tell you, it, it's 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 you know, I'm not a saint. My wife is. I'm not a saint, but it has opened up a whole door of understanding the power of giving. And uh, I have fallen in love with it through my wife. That's awesome. I love Alrighty that. Then. Because, yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of, yeah. I'm going to throw this out. I'm, I'm going to throw this out there right now, Jeff. But couldn't you see him as one of the veterans? I'm sorry. One of the veterans. What, what are you talking about? Oh, Jeff. Jeff and I have a TV series that we're in. That we do that you it's just just what you were talking about <laughs> oh, oh oh you're you're asking jeff about me 
Yeah, I said could oh, I could see I could we're gonna have to call your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Meet the boss, dude. Right. Uh, uh well on, you, that, on that note, Leo, it's almost halfway, so why don't we run the two quick it, commercials and then we can get into the rest of the show? Uh cool. it is it, and actually uh I'm gonna tease this a little bit. We got a ton of people watching, so uh uh, user Chrono Kicks has uh, fan cast uh, our fine guest here as a Marvel character, and we're, I'm going to bring it up. I'm I'm going to dork out. So, all right, so uh, dork out first, and then go to commercials. Totally, well, no, 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 we'll go to commercials first. Okay. Uh, so I want to remind everybody, definitely check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. The surprise visit based on a true story is out right now, and I have that information in the show notes. But um, we do have ads to pay, uh, play, and. Um, <laughs> Bills to play. <laughs> Bills to play. Oh, geez. Uh, to do, do, do. Here we go. Thank you for supporting Actors and Others for Animals. We started a long, long time ago. So when you find an organization like Actors and Others for Animals, it sort of unites all of those of us who want to pay back something for all the joy we get out of animals. Please keep up the good work. Believe me, it's deeply appreciated. Greetings, Spice fans. Silk City Hot Sauce is now sponsoring the Dorkening Podcast Network. Our craft sauces are made in Vermont in small, high-quality batches using locally sourced, farm-grown ingredients. Silk City Hot Sauce comes in a variety of heat strengths and killer flavors like Jezebel, Erotic Fever, Mango Madness, and Good Morning Jonestown. And don't forget our newest creation, Hot Syrup. Make no mistake, Spice fans, this is the queen of sweet heat. There's new and unique flavors coming out all the time. Best of all, right now, listeners of the Dorkening Podcast Network can go to SilkCityHotSauce.com and use coupon code DORK. Not only will you get 20% off your order, we'll also throw in a free bottle of hot sauce. That's SilkCityHotSauce.com. Coupon code DORK. And you can find all that information showing us up above or down below. Uh, so as I was mentioned before, uh, Chrono Kicks uh, did an awesome fan cast for you, and there's been a lot of fan casting where you know we're, we're too excited for these movies to come out, so we say, Wouldn't it be awesome if this person plays so and so? Uh, that's why you're seeing Tom Cruise as uh, Iron Man all, all over the place right now. Uh, but so, so you've played in Doctor Who, you've done so many fandoms, Doctor Who, you uh, you also obviously Batman. Uh, and you've been fan cast as uh, Doctor Strange for the 90s. Um, but this was actually just recently. Uh, somebody mentioned that you would be an amazing William Stryker. And I got your picture up here with the character. Uncanny resemblance. Wow. Uh, but William Stryker uh, is uh, going to be recast in Marvel upcoming soon. This would be an amazing part for you to play uh, because they're going to be redoing the X-Men. Uh, William Stryker had a big play in uh, Wolverine's origin. So, uh, yeah. Well, what we need to do with your guidance is um, st start, start a website to make uh, Eric Robert Stryker. There we go. Stryker. <laughs> <Yeah. It's> 
Right. Yeah. And, you know, and uh, when uh, with the cons coming up, maybe do a little uh, cosplay as as striker while you're there as well. Well, yeah, it's on a website. That That's how everything is done now, right? Oh, yeah. I, I agree. Microsoft yep. starring Eric Roberts. There you go. <laughs> there you go, Leo. You got your work cut out for you now. There we go. There you we know, go. you're going to have to run that on on the uh, other 40 shows on the network. It's not, it's not a poll. Making notes right now. Right. See that? Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So um, you travel a lot, too. You have filmed in over 17 different countries. Is that all? It's <laughs> okay. and more. No, it, 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 it like seems like more because it seems like I've been everywhere but the Arctics. And the only place I ask my people not to ever send me because of my selfishness, because I didn't want to see the 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 starving children I've heard about in New Delhi, is to India. I said, I don't, but you know, you know, like you know, like Bollywood's been after me a long time. They finally made me an offer for one day's work. There was a, a, one of those amounts of money that you turn to your wife and you say, "How can you say no?" And wife says, "You got to go," and so so you do. And so I went there for one day's work for the money. And India was, or at least New Delhi, as I saw it. And I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because, you know, you're from where you're from. But I have never been more sad in seeing the overwhelming poverty and unhappiness and need. And, uh, uh, and it also really reminded me how thoroughly spoiled and ridiculously pampered, I'll speak for myself, but we are. I mean, my goodness, you know, there's anything we, even the homeless have things in America, in India, even, even the working class is suffering, I mean, big time. And it just broke my heart. And I know, I know if something can amuse you that much, then you should do something about it, but I'm doing stuff about other things. I'm sorry, but, uh, but it, 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 it broke my heart. Let's talk about something happy. Oh, what, was yeah. your, what was your favorite location? My favorite location, you know, it depends on what we're talking about. Because I, I, I like, like for, for food and history, it's Rome. But there's, a, there's uh, those places like, you know, Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. It's a little fishing village in Nova Scotia. Oh, my God, it's heaven. But it's a whole other thing from Rome. But it is heaven. Rome is heaven. London, if you're on... Per diem is heaven. It's so expensive though; you can't afford to be there. Uh, but uh, there, there, there are many. But like uh, the 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 location for uh, for righteous gemstones in South Carolina is God's country. It's incredible. So there's all kinds of places I love. But I think maybe my very very favorite as a working actor in a movie is New York City, Manhattan. Really? Okay. Yeah. The how, about, how about New York State? Traffic, <laughs> the stuff, the stink. It's great. I love it. It's okay then. I wouldn't have guessed that one, but all no, right. I'll take that. No, that's I. awesome. Well, it's also because I have a soft spot in my heart because I made my uh, my first movie there. Okay. I made a lot of movies. city folk. Put me in the country and I'm happy. <clears throat> Put me in a city and I just want to get out. Well, come come to to a visit me on 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 location in Righteous Gemstones. 
You'd be glad yeah. you did. Bring a camera, bring a microphone, let's do an interview. So it's half-assed business and let's have fun. Works for me. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Let's set it up. Call my wife, set it up. Yeah. Yeah, we'd do that. Yeah, we'll do we're that. actually going to be down that. Well, yeah, it depends on their filming schedule, but we're going to be down in Virginia um, in September. Well, there's no excuse. Show up. Right. See? Call my wife, arrange it, and show up. We'll have a blast, man. I'll, Absolutely. I'll to Danny McBride, my, uh, my new freaking hero. That guy is a brilliant, really gifted, funny, loving, cool cat. And uh, uh, everybody should know Danny McBride. Oh, yeah. Uh, Justin uh, was talking about uh, the best of the best. It's his fav favorite martial arts film. He wants to know, do you still practice martial arts on a regular basis? I've got two titanium hips. And my hip doctor, I got the best guy in the world for hips. He's an athletic guy. And he holds up my x-rays and he goes, ah, you're a martial artist. I said, how'd you know? He goes, you guys all end up on my table. <laughs> <laughs> He thought that was so cute. That's great. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh, my. I know. There's a ton of comments coming. Oh, in. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy stole one of my questions. Uh, so you're in uh, the um, the music video, Mr. Brightside. How was it working with the Killers? Well, let me give you my history of music videos, because that also brought me the uh, the kids as an audience. The, uh, the killer's agent or manager, whoever it was, called me, and they got my telephone number from somebody who knows me like, like Chris Walken, but not. But somebody like that, who I trust, who, who, who I'm old friends with. And they, they, uh, they got my private number that, that only like five people have the, have the number. What, what was the question again? Uh, it was, um, how was it working with the killers, uh, for Mr. Oh, yeah. So they call me, I, 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 I started to, uh, to, to read my homework, got distracted. Anyway, so they, so they, so they call me and they say, be in my video. Well, I don't make music videos. I'm a grown up. I'm a real actor. Sorry. No, 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 but thank you. And then I tell my kids, they read me the riot act. What is wrong with you? Dad, you're, you're so stupid. God, you're an idiot. You're, I'll call them back. Call them back right now. That's the killers, Dad. I don't know the killers. The killers, Dad. What's wrong with you? You're such an idiot. Call them back right now and say you're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. I did. I called them back. Me. I got on the phone and said, "Hey, you know, I was offered. You know, you 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 uh, you made that offer, and I said no, and I was wrong. I I would I would like to renege on my reneging." <laughs> <laughs> And he said, well, since it's only been like like 12 minutes. Okay, no sweat. So I made the killer's video. I had the best time. Sophie Mueller was the director. What a great woman. Oh, my God. We had so much fun together. And that band is so cool. We had so much fun. And that went number one. That went, that went platinum for a long time. And then, oh, yeah. and then after that, everybody comes to me now for videos. And all the videos I've done, I think I've done a dozen of them, they've all gone platinum. They all went number one. So... I'm video platinum guys. Who knew? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> never so, would have thought of that all those years ago. What? Well, no, it's funny. There's one of the, the, the fun one. Quotes, the fun one was I was working was, uh, for. My, I'm sorry. No, you're good. 
the uh, the uh, the fundman though is working for Mariah Carey. You have not seen how stars are treated up until you've seen how they handle Mariah Carey. She <laughs> is a queen. No, she's a queen, dude. There's no right. if and or buts. That's the queen. And she shows up and she has guards. She has peeps. She has peeps for this and peeps for that. And they're all nice and they're all cool. And everybody behaves. And everybody's very dignified. And she is so lovely. Oh, my God. She's all the things you want her to be. And uh, we shot we shot, we shot, shot two videos together. And uh, how can you not go platinum in a video with Mariah Carey? Right. Yeah, right. Wow. The sudden side of you that you didn't know existed. Exactly. Thank you very much for, for putting that into words. I thought it. Well, I just couldn't say it. <laughs> I did read something that you had made a quote at one point, and it says, uh, you obviously don't pay attention. I turned down nothing. <laughs> Eliza, I'm going to fix your battery. Okay, I'm getting on it. That's a great quote. I said that? Well, well, apparently. I like that. Good for me. Uh, yeah, based, on, based on some of the B movies I've seen, it's obviously true. Now, now, here's the thing. I like making movies. And sometimes that month, they're not making many good movies. Okay? Right. Well, you got you, you to gotta know that I love all B movies. Me too. That's why I'm I love movies. I'm a huge fan. I do too. I'm a huge fan. Sometimes the cornier, the better. I'm with you, pal. I'm with you totally. In fact, oh, we, we, my favorite string of being movies belongs to one performer, and that's Elvis Presley. His movies, oh, we lost you. His movies are just, they're awful, but they're so easy to accept the awfulness. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> and of course, there's Elvis, you know. True. Freaking Elvis. True. Yeah. I guess Leo's trying not to dork up. Go ahead, Leo. I, 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 go ahead. <laughs> uh, so go, Leo. Uh, in doing my research, uh, you know, obviously, you know, I'm a huge dork and everything, but knowing that you were in a Batman film and also one of your really good friends was in Batman as well. Uh, uh, my, my, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, your friends I with, uh, sure. Jeffrey Dean Morgan for you. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. It's nineteen. What year is this? Let's see. Nineteen. Nineteen eighty-nine. And uh, I met my wife on an airplane. Uh, it was the MGM Grand, which is a was a private airline. So we're in these seats, and I'm late on the plane. I have a script. I'm handed the script, and I have to read it on the plane. When I land at JFK, I have to walk off the plane, and, and this guy who's going to meet me there, if I'll say yes to the movie, and if if I say yes, I'll have their financing, and if I say no, they won't. So I have to read it on the plane. Here's the script, Derek. Read it on the plane. Okay. I got on the plane. Open the script. Here's this chick, beautiful red hair. I'm a red-haired fanatic. My uh, the uh, my uh, first the uh, first love of my life was I uh, was Kitty on Gunsmoke. Who, so, so, uh, so, uh, so that's some five years old is my type. Okay. Well, my right. type is sitting next to me on the plane and she too has a script. Oh no. An actor. Okay. So, so, <laughs> you know, so, you know, I, hi, how do you do? Hi, how do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. But we close our scripts at the same time after about an hour and a half. Of reading. 
close about the same moment. We make eye contact. So it's kind of, okay, what are you reading? What are you reading? Blah, blah, blah. Who wrote that? Who's your favorite screenwriter? She asked me. I say, don't one guy, David Rabel. He wrote Three Days of a Condor, Out of Africa, The Way We Were, The Firm, blah, 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 blah. She goes, oh, I know, I know. He's my father. And I said, oh. no. She goes, yeah, that's my dad. I said, give me your phone number. She goes, I'm in a relationship. I said, I didn't ask to sleep with you. I asked for your phone number. She laughed. <laughs> and she gives me her phone number. Okay. I get off the plane in LAX. I say, I'm going to make this movie, blah, blah. I, I. I, I go to my other set. I shoot all night. I get home and I call her number. A man answers the phone with a very deep voice. Hello. May I speak to Eliza? Master's calling. It's Eric. Oh, in just a minute. He goes away and he's gone for like three full minutes. It's a long time to wait on the phone. He's gone for a long time. She, she comes back. Hello. We, we hook up. We're together. 29 years later, here we are. Okay. So, but here's what happened. He puts his phone down. He, he goes to her. He goes, phone call. She goes, who is it? Eric. I don't know an Eric. Well, it sounds like Eric Roberts. Oh, I met him on the plane. She takes the call. If he hadn't recognized my voice, I would not have called back because I would have figured I got blown off. Fine. Cool. I'm moving on. No sweat. Right. But he recognized I owe Jeffrey Dean my marriage to my hero. I love my wife like I love my life. So, so it, it, I love Jeffrey Dean with all my heart for that reason alone, but also for Jeffrey Dean. He's a great cat. That is amazing. Well, that's a great story. Yeah. That's a good yeah. question, Jeff. I was actually half impressed. That was my question. Oh, that was your question? <laughs> well, I was, I was just, I thought maybe Jeff, Jeff asked that question. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy says, uh, Eric, everybody and their mother is getting a role in some kind of Star Wars show or movie. Any hopes to see you in a galaxy far, far away? I got a story for you. I have never told to the press. This is the first one. In 1976, I just signed with my, was, yeah, 76. I just signed with my manager, Bill Tresh. He discovered all kinds of cool people. He discovered me. He discovered Chris Walken. Carol Kane, Sissy Spacek, uh, let's see, Melanie Maron, Tommy Hulse, all kinds of people. He, he, was, he, he had a great eye for talent. He sends me a script called Star Wars. It's really fits a big old script. It's a, it's a Bible. Well, I read it, and it's like watch Dick run, a, a kind of writing. Here comes the dog, woof, woof. He is shot. He goes down. It's all very, all very ABC and very mechanical and uninspiring. And I have an audition at 4 p.m. tomorrow. I have to read the script. Blah, blah. Okay. I don't go because I don't like the script. He says to me, when you don't like a script, talk to me and tell me I don't like the script. And we'll talk about why you should, even though you don't. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I blew an audition for that movie. So I was never involved in Star Wars, even a little bit, even almost. So, so that's my Star Wars story. I didn't like the script. Wow. Uh, just, there's, just, there's, there's no accounting for taste, right? Sorry. Uh, so just, I guess that quote is inaccurate. I turned down nothing. What? <laughs> he said it after that. <laughs> I saw that quote. What was the quote? After that, I turned down nothing. What was the quote? 
It, you, when oh you yeah, said, yeah, that was yeah, after that. Yeah, yeah, I was. A, it yeah. must have been yeah. afterwards. It was after he saw how yeah, big yeah. The, the the movie was. He went <laughs> right, I'm not right, turning right. down anything again. Well, at the time, I think I was almost nineteen, and you know, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not a genius now. I was, I was not, I was not, I was not terribly with it. I'm, I'm happy to say I know. <laughs> So, so just curious, uh, what was the role you were reading for? Uh, I assume uh, 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 the the uh, what's what's his name who uh, who played him? Uh, uh, would have been Luke Skywalker or Han Solo. Name the actors' names. I don't know the characters. Uh, Mark, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's role. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, I was nineteen. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Huh. <laughs> And you've never told anybody that before. Never before. Now, only because it's a little embarrassing. It's it's not it's not it's not it's not that 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 big a deal. And it just shows that I don't I don't have any taste in uh, in uh, in the science fiction. Because <laughs> well, yeah, that's okay. a great movie. That's a great ass movie. Yeah. Uh, Patrick is asking: Is it true you're appearing in the Flash movie? It's a possibility. It's a possibility. We'll see. So, We're talking about it. Everybody's talking about all these movies and stuff, and Jeff had brought up earlier all these movies that you're in, but you have a movie coming out, I believe, on the 22nd called Broadcast? Cool. Broadcast is coming out. I uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Is that um, a surprise? <laughs> <laughs> surprise! <laughs> Only because uh, surprise, surprise your visit I've been wrapped up in. So right, I, right, I, right. I've not been paying attention. And also what they do, guys, is when you make a lot of movies, they, they, uh, they change a lot of titles on you. So, so oh, I loved you in so-and-so. So-and-so? Yeah, so-and-so. I didn't make so-and-so. No, you're in it. I saw your name on the title. So, sometimes you just don't know. Wow. So of all the movies that you've made, what percentage of you actually sat down and watched? I stopped watching myself 15 years ago. I saw every foot of everything I ever shot, everything used, everything not used in the movie. I saw every, I saw every daily, everything up until 15 years ago. And I just decided, you know what? I've seen enough of me for a lifetime. I'm done. And cause I love doing it. But when you watch it, it becomes another kind of responsibility, which is fine. It's great to take it on. But I'm older now. I don't. I don't care. I'm okay. I know what I'm doing. I don't have to watch. Well said. Yeah, I got that. Did that answer your question, Jeffrey? Yes, it did. <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. Right. Uh, well, I just wanted to break in here for a second. Uh, just want to remind everybody: surprise visit is out on VOD right now. We do have the information in the show notes up above or down below. We have the trailer, and also we also have the trailer for broadcast, which uh, comes out, uh, I believe, in about a week. So uh, here's a surprise visit. Don't do this. You can still get out. I can't lend you any more money, son. I'm sorry. Yeah, how are we gonna pay for baby? We can't even pay our phone bill. By the way, was that Casey? Oh yes, ma'am, it was. He knows he's not supposed to come around here. I told him. I got an idea. We robbed that old lady. Surprise! Mom, you here? 
We've got the place to ourselves. <laughs> She's so rich, what do you think? Hey! Maybe she won't tell the police. Maybe we, we let her go. She we won't sure say nothing. We gotta kill her. But if you kill me, then your life is over. She's a thief, man. You can't let her get away. We have to do this now. No witnesses. What? I screwed up, OK? I need a sheriff at Old Highway 55. Ah! And nothing is as important as family. Surprise visit is out right now in VOD and uh, broadcast comes out next week. Here we go. We've done it. We cracked the code. You're going to make people live forever. We have a lot of amazing work to do. We took off the suits. They saw their gray skin. That's what I pay you for. Do you really think I care after getting restless? You know, it takes time. We need to dig up our boy. We need to bring him back. Podcast comes out the twenty second, and uh, again, I gotta say, I love that that signature smile. Yeah, broadcast has a lot of good actors in it. There's some acting in that movie that's phenomenal. I recommend it. They both were broadcast. Yeah, I, I I just thought we're talking talking about a surprise visit. Surprise. Well, actually, we're talking about everything in your career tonight. Uh, oh, we're okay. actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's kind of how we do it. We we so talk we're here a little bit. About- What's that? Okay. Yeah, no kidding, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we try to get it all summed up within the show. Um, we actually are going to reach out to Sarah, who produced um, the surprise visit, to have her come on, po- you know, a little more down the road post, and the whole show is about that, about her and the film. So, yeah. You're going to love her. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she looks amazing. You know, and the more I read, <laughs> the more the more I read. You're gonna love her. Good answer. Yeah, yeah. You can't put four guys on the same call. It doesn't work. Uh, Jeremy's asking if you weren't acting, what career do you think you might have taken up? You know, I've been asked that by people who are close to me, so I've I've like really tried to answer that many times. But I did my first play at four. I did my first play with dialogue at five. I did my first TV series at eight. 
I got in the Royal Academy at 15. I got in the American Academy at 18. I got my first movie at 20. It's all I've ever done. I don't know anything else. I can fantasize about stuff and I can say, yeah, I'd be this, I'd be that. I don't know. It's all I've ever done. And what that, 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 that says a couple things about me. It either says I have no sense of self and I just, I just can do what I do or, 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 or I'm totally devoted. I think it's about half of both, half of either. And uh, I, I, uh, I just love my world. It's an, it's an incredible world. And I have, I have, I have, I have not seen the world and I have the best job there is in it. And I honestly believe that. Well, when I was question? five, I was still eating mud pies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't know about acting. I, I didn't know I was an actor at four. I just. I just played played a mute clown in a toy box in a Christmas play, but it was fun. So I want to do it again. So then I started mm-hmm. doing it again and again. Went back acting school and learned that it was something that you can learn how to do. You don't have to shoot from the hip. You can actually take aim and do this properly. So I learned that. And it was like a power. And also, I had a terrible stutter as a little boy. Terrible stutter. Where we'd uh, read in class, you know, how they how they go around in early grammar school and everybody reads a paragraph, you know. And I would stutter through mine and all the kids would laugh. And it was very upsetting for me. It was very, very, very um, traumatic, actually. And so when I learned that I could learn my lines and speak freely because I knew what I was going to say. I never stuttered. And it was a real power for me. And it was, oh, such a relief. I can act and talk. Oh, my God. So uh, so it was it was like speech of therapy at first. And then it became fun. Then it became the love of my life. And uh, up until my wife and my daughter, it was the love of my life. Yeah. He mentions his daughter, who is actually an actress as well, isn't she? Emma. Emma. Emma yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. She's she's a, she's a, she's a kicking life's ass. She's a, she's a, she's doing it. Yeah. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. So wanted to follow I mean, in Dad's footsteps. You know, I don't think so. I think I think no? what happened was was uh, you know I was famous. Her aunt's even more famous. So, so, so it's like, it was very easy for her. She was actually, her mom was asked, what's, what, what does Emma do? <laughs> you know, like, let's have Emma be in show business. Come on, let's, let's do it. So it was very easy for Emma and uh, she got an entree. All the doors were open for Emma, but Emma's very intelligent. Emma's very kind and Emma's very intelligent. Uh, did I say that? Excuse me. <laughs> and, uh, and it's so, okay. You can say it a hundred times. She's your daughter. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And so, you know, she, uh, she, uh, I don't, I don't know that it is her life like it's mine, but it's, it's her vocation. It's what she does. And, uh, she, uh, she, uh, she just had a baby boy Rhodes. He's, he's a year awesome. old. And, uh, uh, so, you know, that's a whole new thing in her works and that's a whole new life as a, as a young woman. So, uh, that's what she's doing guys. That's right. awesome. We start that's with awesome. the kid. Nice. And you're, and you're happy with a grandchild now. Dude, it's the easiest thing in the world. And it's the most, you know, being a parent is a thankless job. 
being a grandparent is everything you want it to be. It's perfect, dude. And, and you get all kinds of credit you do not deserve. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> uh, wow. Billy's asking, were there any other roles that you turned down that you wish you had done? Uh, probably. Uh, uh, I don't know, probably, but uh, let me answer that with another statement about something else. Um, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I know this, this role I haven't played that I have to play in the next five to eight years, or I'm going to get too old. And that's, I want to play Nuriev, but I don't dance. And I don't have those legs. He had you know, legs like like a weightlifter. And I don't have those legs, of course. I don't have any legs at all to speak of. But, uh, but I want to play Nuriev because uh, uh, there was talk about somebody doing it about 25 years ago. And they were interested in me for the young Nuriev at the time. So I did all my homework on Nuriev. I looked at all his interviews, did all the stuff, found stuff out of the archives really, really worked on it and fell in love with his personality. He was a wreck, but he was a wonderful, lovable, kind, brilliant wreck. And uh, I could do it. He had this sort of Russian accent. He sort of talked like a smoker, like a smoker or whiskey voice, you know. And uh, he would take long vowels, stretch them out when he talked, tell you what he really felt about life you know and uh, uh where it, he was wow. just and he was all, also also gay at a time that it was not cool to be gay in a country it was against the law to be gay so it was like you know there he was this brilliant man number one in the world at his craft and yet his private life could not be accepted where he was from so and and yet he was he was royalty he was royalty, but we don't want to know who you sleep with. And if you talk about it, you know, it's not cool. So what a fascinating life. And uh, he was he was very self-destructive, but he was also very uh, creative and intelligent. And uh, he was not kind, uh, but but uh, he was definite and uh, which which is what happens you know to a lot of people's kindness that they have to drive themselves so they so so they think they have to you know forfeit kindness <laughs> and i i think i think he might have been one of those but anyway that's a part i really i i so desperately want to play because he needs to be played we need to understand what he went through and why because he's not alone right so, uh we we had a really good question come in, and I'm going to try to decipher this as best as I can. But OG Noman is uh, basically he's asking, you know, you you have over 600 credits. You're constantly working, constantly playing different characters. How do you center yourself and and remain or re retain your personality when you're playing all these different characters? Staying grounded. Staying grounded. Well. Uh, uh, that's a kind of question that if you're crazy, you don't, you don't know you're crazy. So you answer it, you're very sanely, 
So, and if you're sane, you answer it very sanely. So it's a very dangerous question, but here's, here's how I'll try to answer it. Uh, uh, I, I, um, I have a problem with my sense of self, especially in my youth, uh, because I stuttered because I was very short up till I was 19. I grew, I grew, I grew six inches in one year once. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it was a horrible year, by the way, physically. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I was, I was very small. I, I could not talk, you know, you know, you know, socially. And so, uh, you know, I was, I was very quiet. And so I was, I was odd to people. And, uh, so, so, um, uh, the only time I would come out is if I was playing with somebody else. And, uh, so my sense of self became kind of discarded. But then as I got out in the world and I met people and I worked with people, actors, actors, girlfriends, good buddies, whatever it was, uh, uh, especially three of my girlfriends, one being who, uh, who, uh, who became my wife, uh, uh, they liked me for me. And uh, as like, as like, you know, silly and, and, politically correctly self you know it, 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 it deprivating as it is uh i i i didn't i i i didn't know myself to to a dislike or like myself so it's very hard up until really these women and they liked me for me and they told me that many times they were at they were my they're my shrinks i guess at the time my in-house shrinks and uh, i got through it and i became uh as much of a person as I'm capable of, which, which is someone who loves what he does very much, but is, is, is very separated from it. I am, I am, I am not what I do. I used to think I was, by the way. So it's a great question for me, but I am not what I do. I am who I am and who I am is what I do, but I am not what I do. That's well, much fun comfortable with you. You're comfortable with who you are and you're comfortable with yourself. That's important. Thank you very much. Finally, yes. Yep. And and I got to say thumbs up on that because that is, if you look at any of my social media pages, that is my quote. I am who I am. Good man. It's just, yeah, no. Um, I'm watching the time. So we, we, we only have a few more minutes with Eric. So if you guys have any last minute questions or comments, you want to get him in here, get him in here. Um, yeah. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, Leo. Jeremy had a question. And actually, before I answer that question, I just wanted to state this in, in doing my research. I'm not sure if you're aware, uh, but somebody developed a they did a podcast specifically on you. It's 106 episodes just on Eric Roberts. The uh, the podcast is called Eric. I know Roberts. nothing. Eric Roberts is the fucking man is the podcast and it's 106 wow. episodes devoted to you and, and your career. That's saying now that you said the, uh, the, uh, the name of it, I have heard of it. Eric Roberts is a fucking man. I have heard of it. And in fact, I think I called into that show years ago for a minute. Hi, you guys here, here you're talking about me, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Eric Roberts is a, is a fucking man. I heard about it, but 106 episodes. I have no idea. Yeah. 106 episodes. That's pretty cool. Wow. Uh, so well, uh, if, you, if you want to learn about yourself, you should go watch some. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. I know. 
uh, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy's asking, uh, what's the biggest and greatest accomplishment uh, socially that you've gotten to see and live through in this ever-changing world? Socially? Oh, socially is hard. But uh, uh, there's been a couple of really incredible events in my life, like, like uh, uh, socially. That's so hard, socially. Socially, what would it be? I guess it's uh, uh, Jalanda King and Marty King III and Dexter King and Bunny King were all in my dad's school, and uh, and we're doing a play in April at the at the at the at the Stone Mountain um, place outside at the outdoor theater there, and uh, and it was my tenth birthday, and uh, Martin King Jr. was 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 uh, there to watch his his uh, his, uh, his 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 children act. And after the play, uh, they uh, threw me a birthday party, the, uh, the cast and the crew, and he cut my cake. And I was only 10 years old, but I, I, like, I like remember thinking at the time, well, Martin King Jr. is actually cutting my cake. I'm Eric Roberts. That is so cool. And it, 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 like, it like registered to me at 10 years old that it was an event and I was proud of it. Yeah. Wow. So awesome. socially, that's probably it, guys. Yeah. Wow. Except maybe <laughs> one other. When they say, and the nominees are, you think for a minute, I could maybe win. They list nominees and you don't win. And you go, at least I don't have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh my God. That's great. <laughs> so Leo, um, any yes. last questions for our amazing guest from yourself? Uh, I, know, I know you had some. Oh, oh, I, we got through most of mine. I mean, the, uh, you know, um, I, I had. I want to make sure I take care of the producer yeah, of the show, you know? No, 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 no. I, I, I know. I mean, the, the only other question I had was uh, you've done a couple roles with Stallone. Uh, how how was that? And are you friends with Stallone? I'm as good of friends as you can be and not hang out with him. Yeah. Uh, he's a great cat. He's a really good director. He's a really good leader. He's really funny and he's really smart. He's shockingly intelligent. And uh, 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 what can I tell you that I'm, I'm not going to get in trouble for? <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know, he, uh, he, uh, he blew his chest out in that movie. We all worked out every morning from, Five to six, and on the set at seven, and where where we now all of us. It was like boys' camp, you know. And, uh, and that was, that was a cast. And, yeah, you know, and they're all great cats, every one of them. And we had so much fun together. Anyway, uh, he's doing like 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 four hundred pounds on a decline one morning. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. It's horrible. But anyway, bah! And he popped his left peck off his chest. And it, and it turned black really quick about the internal bleeding. And in the movie, I hope I didn't get in trouble for this, you guys. I hope you're not getting me in trouble. In the movie, it's supposed to say expendables with all the names on it on his chest. Well, you never see his chest in the movie because he heard it. So it was on his back, if you remember in the movie. It's on his yep. back. Mm -hmm. yep. And he's got a great back. You know, he's got that back. It goes on for days, you know. Right. Yeah, he, he's, he's a cool cat. 
And and oh, here's a great story for you. That's hold on, real quick. So we're doing the uh, the specialist in 1993, and I'm off one night, and they're shooting. He and he and um, Susan are shooting. So I tell my wife, well, let's go watch the shot. They're they're outside tonight. She goes, okay. So we so we sneak up with the crowd, and he's working, and suddenly cut. They stop, and he goes, hey Eric, like he knew I was there the whole time. Hey Eric, I said, yes, like what's up? We never seen together in front of all these fans. We never seen together in the movie. I just realized. So I said, so write one. He goes, I will. I'll write it when I get home this morning and we'll shoot it next week in front of everybody. He was like showing up. I'm like, God, it's so embarrassing. Okay, great. Thank you, Sly. Blah, blah. So I, he writes the scene. We do shoot it. It's that scene in the street when I, when I, when I like, you know, like put a knife in his eye. And um, it's a cool, badass little scene. He just wrote for fun. Then we put in the movie. So, so I can have a scene without rabbits because I want to see without rabbits. So that's how we did it. <laughs> and it was so oh, cool. cool. I mean, that's kind of guy he is. And then cool. 10 years later, he says, I want you to play the bad guy in, the, in, uh, in Expendables. And you're going to die. You're not a hero. Ha ha. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's that's awesome. awesome. That is great. And that's a great way to end it right there. Yeah. I think, I think uh, it's a great way to end it. I mean, oh. the, the only other question we had, and uh, I mean, we've had a bunch of comments and everything, but Jeremy, a friend of ours, he's asking you to come play D&D. Uh, so, uh, yeah. That, you got to pay him. You got to call his wife and you got to pay him yeah. for it. Okay. Sure. <laughs> uh, well, I, I know we need to wrap things up. Uh, so I want to thank everybody uh, for watching or listening this fine evening. Definitely check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Surprise visit is out on VOD right now. And I have the information in the show notes for that. Definitely check it out. And uh, with that, Eric, uh, where do you like people interacting with you on social media? Um. EricRobertsActor.com. Okay, awesome. And I have that in the show notes. Jeffrey. This has been incredible. Um, I feel like a kid in a candy store. I got to see somebody that I've been watching for years and years and years and years. Thank you, Eric. Uh, I, I can't I can't thank you enough, actually. Uh, for that us, I so uh, go to stilltoken.com. Um, that's where you'll find all our information. Uh, including the uh, this episode will be up uh, probably tomorrow. So if you missed most of it, you can go right back there and watch it again. Uh, as for me, I'm on a couple of social medias, but don't look me up because I, you know, just go to the website, stilltoken.com. Okay. Uh, and I forgot to do me. Uh, just go with Leo Pond. It's a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not sure which is which. Uh, I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network, which these guys are on. About 40 shows on the network. There's a lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. So go check them out. And uh, with that, Benjamin, take us out. So, yeah, we want to thank Eric for coming out and hanging out with us tonight. And just let him know real quick. Uh, just hang tight while Leo closes up the show when we get backstage. Um but, uh, yeah, to all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can come up here and do what we do. We're out of here. We'll see you next week. Stay safe. Bye. So come on, come on, hey, step it off, bring it down.